Hello and welcome to another episode of Future Chat. This week, I think we're going to start off by spending a little bit of time talking about how technology has... I, I think we're actually, to get on a divergence before I even start, I think we're getting older because we used to be kind of the the tech evangelists and now we're just sitting here crotchety old men complaining um for yourselves i've always been a crotchety old man (laughs) that's 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 very fair we each have uh a set of problems that we've run into in the last i guess couple of weeks i know for me it's been at least a couple weeks but i want to start because nick i think you are you have the most pressing current issue maybe maybe i'm wrong but it feels that way nick what are your phone woes I'm using an old phone, Mm -hmm. and clearly I need a phone with more space, and also RAM, and also a better processor. (laughs) So everything. Yeah. Yeah, basically everything about the phone I need to change. I'm happy with the camera. What's your current phone? Nexus 5. Mm. Yeah, that's old. So it's now... Do you call that two generations back, or three? I think it's three. Four? There's the pixels. There was the five X. The six. The pixel is current. The six yeah. was before that, and then oh yeah, there was the five X. The five X was the same as the six S. Six P. Six P. I well, think it's only don't do that. Technically, two generations old, but I can't believe you just. Yeah, did we that. might be closer to the next phone than we were from the old phone. I think the pixel was released in the summer. Yeah. So I'm looking at the current models of Pixel, and I'm going. What is the base model is 32 gigs, and then for an extra 130 bucks, you can get 128 gigs. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the one I need. <laughs> it is nice having that space. Well, apps and actually, Pokemon doesn't actually take that much space. No, not, I used not to have much. Plants vs Zombies 2 on this phone, and whoa, that was just a monster. <laughs> Took so much space. So what I kind of wanted to, because Mike, you said you hadn't really read that much into or seen that much about the Pixel. Um, I was curious if any of our listeners had tried the Pixel and if they have let us know, but I'm, I'm not entirely certain. I know that, uh, or at least I'm, I'm fairly certain from watching MKBHD's videos on YouTube that that's the phone that he, the Android phone that he is using right now. He might be on the, the Galaxy S8 now, but... Uh, he was talking its praises other than the fact that it looks a little ugly might not be the right word but i'm gonna say ugly with its kind of two-tone weird design but can we talk about that like right on that note i was looking up an article on tech radar just for reviews of the pixel Mm -hmm. and it was very unkind about the the two tones on the back of the phone like the metal and the glass yeah and it's like yeah what we'd like to see in the pixel 2 is a departure from this two-tone thing like i think two-tone could be done well but it just looks so it just looks so forced in this case i'm like i like (laughs) how i just like i can't fathom the criticism i just don't get it also i can get some real-time follow-up kaya do you like your phone (laughs) kaya likes your phone (laughs) that is one positive review for the google pixel yeah so it looks like the Pixel and the XL have identical specs aside from I believe so, yeah. the screen. Yeah. So More Nick, follow as far up? as performance with Pokemon and other related activities, you should be on equal footing regardless of the I've, choice. I've played Pokemon on Kai's phone. I've also done the uh, massive evolutions with a Lucky Egg mm-hmm. on her phone. It's pretty great. Hers doesn't crash in the middle. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good thing. Now, Rob, you're saying that even the S8 you tried with Pokemon was uh, S7. I tried left something to be desired. Oh, and S7. Yeah, and you didn't weren't a fan of how it ran. I I don't because like I said in my S7 review that was very delayed. Um, I it came uh, my current phone, the Android phone that I have for for reference purposes is very old now. The Moto X Play. It's from 2015, I believe. And it doesn't run particularly smoothly, so I wasn't expecting a ton from it. But like, it runs Pokemon very slowly and at a slow frame rate. Like it, it seems like it's running that game in slow motion. Like you, it's not 
as responsive as I'm expecting coming from an iPhone. And so when I got the S7, I was thinking, okay, well, now I'm going to get to test kind of the modern Pokemon Go experience on Android. And it might just not be optimized. Like, because the other experiences I've had with other apps on that phone are fine, but it seems like games in particular, like things with that kind of animation and physics and all that, mm. just don't perform well, that well on Android compared to iOS. And so it seemed... It's a very different, like, throw mechanics are totally different if you're using any Android phone that I've used compared to using iOS. I was going to say it might come down more to differences in the operating system yeah. than in the phone specifically, like, spec-wise. Well, the, yeah, the coding, like, the platform of Android versus yeah. iOS, yeah. And so I can't really... I That may be all you can expect from Android is the experience that I got on the S7, and it could just be like differences in the platform but it was distracting and like you have to relearn throwing you have to if you're if you try to throw like you do on your iphone on an android it's you're like you're going to completely miss or yeah it's just now not good i listened to your s7 review mm-hmm. because we can listen to podcasts at work so right i listened to basically everything i had i found a lot of your. now i have an iphone and this mm-hmm. is not an iphone so if you want an iphone you want the iphone experience you shouldn't get this phone it's a nice phone it's not an iphone like it's really not an iphone guys (laughs) expect a certain level of animation and stuff like that and i get that with my iphone and this is not an iphone yeah that that's my that's my main experience like i could i know it is i heard yeah i think that's kind of where the phone world is at like if if people want the android experience that's what they have and if they it's usually specifically if they don't want that what they either they consider it complex and they like it for that reason or they consider it complex and they don't like it for that reason that's that's kind of the, the point of view points of view that i've seen about the i think dispute i think what samsung what the market they're after is people who currently have an iphone but aren't power users where they're having an iphone for that iphone experience yeah like they'll walk into a store and say which phone should i get and the person sells them an iphone or they'll say oh i'm here for an iphone and they say iphone when they actually mean smartphone right or they say iphone because their friend has an iphone and right. they're not looking for a specific interface or performance level they're just looking for a good phone that they can use on a daily basis but aren't specific to what an iphone actually offers them Mm-hmm. right yeah and well in in the review i also say that i basically used that phone like an iphone i didn't really take advantage of any of the extra features i tried them out but i'm it just seems like overcomplicating in in a lot of ways to me <clears throat> but i have an iphone and that's not the iphone way <laughs> so i i didn't i didn't i decided not to do that mm-hmm. i am i'm eager apparently i'm on a list somewhere to try out the s8 so Ooh. we'll see how that goes. And I'm looking forward to making a comparison because that that phone does look really great. And my main criticism of the design of the S7 was that home button and how I kept triggering buttons on the bottom of it. And uh, the home button totally new. Like now you just squeeze the bottom part of the phone and activates the home button. Have you have you tried a Pixel? No. I've, okay. I've held it in my hand like I've been at... Like Costco has a display and I went and tried it, but I haven't used it. Okay. The trainer tips, that's the one he uses as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So if people have any feedback for Nick about their Pixel experiences, please let us know. But otherwise, Nick, I think it sounds like we've decided that you're safe to get it if you want to. Okay. I appreciate that. Should I wait for... No, I shouldn't wait for the Pixel 2 because this phone is a... Well, you're not going to want the Pixel 2, right? Unless... Like, aren't I the, the thing that people you're either the person that's like, I'm going to get the pixel two because it's the new thing. Or you're like, oh, the pixel two is coming out. Good. My, the phone that I'm going to get is going to be a hundred dollars cheaper. So if you're that, if you're the new phone person, then get the pixel two for sure in a couple months. But if you're the, I tend to go for the, the other way. Yeah. It's like, wow, the next gen's come out. The old gen is so much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so you're probably getting into the territory now where you're going to start seeing those pixels cut in price leading up to the next one. Oh, I'm going to feel like a sucker if I buy one before that happens. No, I mean like that's happening now. 
like they're gonna they'll give you a hundred dollars off it now if you sign up for a plan and get it i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. in that case maybe you would be better off waiting but it depends if you can survive a couple months with what you have now i probably could Mm -hmm. but i don't want to yeah can can i just say that i've had a lot of experience with this whole waiting game (laughs) don't wait and you're always gonna end up waiting yeah (laughs) there's always something to wait for well you Mm -hmm. can always end up waiting yeah yeah if you play the waiting game you're going to be waiting by definition i like tautologies julia has literally been playing the waiting game for like two years because every time every fall there's new iphone announced and she goes oh like i'm definitely gonna get it and then for a couple weeks or a month or something she doesn't just because like stuff is happening in our life and then she's like oh well if i just wait until next year they'll be i'm like what do you do there's such a narrow window there so yeah i think she's she's now we're now past like six month threshold where she's again oh you know like my phone's terrible and i can't take a picture because i don't have enough room and because she's still got one of the 16 gig phones um yeah she needs a new phone but we're now into the waiting for the next one phase again Mm. why doesn't she just like use an sd card you mean get a case that has an sd card slot in it no i mean put an sd card into her phone because phones phones should ideally have that right laptops should ideally have that right (laughs) um yeah she's got an iphone so no sd card she she could easily clean up her phone so that she had space just like an Android user with their full SD card could clear their SD card out and have space. Yeah. Well, Google Photos offers that option. They do. And I've clear. I've told her about it and I've said like, they, I haven't actually used the free up space option on Google Photos on my iPhone. Oh, I use it all the time. It's amazing. The reason that I don't like it is because you can't say delete all photos like by month or by category or by album or by app that they're associated with. You can't do that. You can only... It's like you're either going to delete all the photos that have been backed up or you're going to delete no photos. And why do you need a local copy? No, yeah. I just mean it, it's just it's the it's it's not an the, iPhone, guys. It's just it's not. You know, and, the, the and I hate into it. the void thing. Have you ever have you ever heard that there was described on an episode on an old episode of Hello, Internet? Um, when you're standing there looking into the void, you're about to drop a letter in the mailbox and you're like. If I let this go, it's gone. I can't get it back. And that's how I feel about pictures. Like I've never actually hit that button because it's like the nuclear codes. You, you Once it's done, you can't undelete those pictures. And it, if you have a thousand pictures on your phone and it's like, do you want to delete these thousand pictures? Like, I don't know. Are they all saved? And it tells you they are, but you're like, do I trust that? Like, it's a very, it's a very difficult thing to do. I've, I've tried. I've sat there for five minutes just hovering and not been able to do it. Even though I know that it'll be fine. Rob, if I was still living in Ottawa, I would offer to come over and hit that button for you. I wouldn't want you to. <laughs> like, first of all, my phone is 64 I, gigs I don't now. think you would. Yeah. But I think it needs to happen. I've got space. I don't n- technically need it. It's just, yeah, not ideal. Uh, so, Nick, have your phone woes been adequately addressed? I mean, except for me complaining about the phone experience, but yes. Okay. Do you want to? No. Okay. Nick, are you looking to buy an unlocked phone or to re-up on a contract? It's um, a great question. All the contract plans with Kudo now come with some manner of extra fee, yeah. which I don't want to pay. So I'd probably prefer to just buy it outright and also somehow get a Saskatchewan plan. <laughs> You're really on this still. <laughs> I've I've been tempted because kind of I'm almost in the same boat as you, Nick, where my phone is feeling a little bit long in the tooth and could be running Pokemon a bit better. And then I look at the Fido site and be like, oh, I get a new phone for $200. And it's like, but then I'd be paying $80 a month for four gigabytes and that would not be good. Yep. So then I talk myself off the ledge. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Maybe I could just... Actually, no, I'd, I'd basically have to get the Pixel through Kudo as well, because, no, no, I'd, ha- I'd have to get the Pixel through Google, because Kudo has, like, one option for the Pixel, okay, and it's yeah, not the I option I want, so it's like, yeah, it's like, you're okay with the tremendously base model, right? 
Oh, I was hoping for more. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Nick, get the Pixel. Mike, also get the Pixel, I guess, or the S8. Um, I wouldn't sign up for a new contract unless you really, really feel like it's I'd probably worth get another, the money. I'd probably get another Note. Really? I don't think I'd get the Pixel, yeah. Or, or like the having... S8. You'd, you'd pick the Note. You want that S Pen and giant screen. Yeah. At this point, it's more just the pen. Like the screen is more or less the same between the two. Yeah. Do you find yourself actually using the pen is a lot? That stupid long one. Yeah, hmm. I do. I mean, like it's never a necessity where it's like, oh, right. I, what would I do without it? But it's like I have it, hmm. so it's like, why wouldn't I use it? Okay, it's nice. Do uh, Mike? I actually didn't even. I don't even think I heard about your laptop woes. What? Uh, what's going on with your laptop? Well, this this happened yesterday. Ah, okay. And uh yeah, so that's why you haven't heard about it. But I was I was submitting a rebate through Home Depot and they require you to take a picture of a receipt. So I was filling it out on my computer and my computer has a front facing and a rear facing camera because it's that uh hybrid surface type computer that you don't okay. believe was yeah. even a thing. <laughs> um I still don't know if you've looked into that, but I trust or you can trust me that it's a real thing. Wait, who who didn't believe you? You, you're like, this isn't a thing. There's no knockoff Surface or cheaper version of the Surface. This isn't a thing. Uh, yeah, maybe anyway. I did say that. and then That does I, sound like you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it has two cameras, the front and the rear facing. So I was like, oh, I'll just take the picture of the receipt from this computer instead of taking it with my phone, then uploading it to Google, and then downloading it and putting it on, whatever. Hmm. So I go to open the camera app on the computer, the Windows 10 store camera app, open it up, flip the camera around and it goes black and i'm like what is going on here so then i close the app try it again same thing goes black long story short after multiple driver rollbacks uninstalls reinstalls this is like the webcam driver right it kind of like works and then i close it and then open it again and then it doesn't work and then i finally rolled it back one more time through this system and now it's working but hmm. it seems like a lot of people have this issue with this computer with the webcam and it just not working and by the day i slightly regret more and more buying this computer <laughs> <laughs> did, did, now i don't remember this conversation but did i i feel like i also would have said why would you do this when you said you bought a surface that isn't a surface uh, well, I don't know. It's one of those things where like you buy a laptop and everything is wired together. It's all yeah. like it's built as a computer. Yeah. But then you start getting into that realm of like a computer that also tries to be a tablet that also tries to be whatever. And there's just more things that seem to be able to go wrong. Like it has like the little clip in keyboard cover thing. Yep. And that thing sometimes is like unresponsive. Like the little trackpad stops working a little bit. Like just those types of little things that aren't ideal and like the operating system itself like it's windows 10 but i think it's like it's not quite windows 10 mobile but it's not quite windows 10 desktop version wait it's almost like an rt version but not that's so weird so like there's some things that aren't compatible with it and it just kind of runs a bit different like it it looks like windows 10 yeah like normally like windows 10 right but when you try to install certain software it will say like oh it's not compatible with this version or just behaves a bit differently because it's like on a tablet huh. but i mean it's fine like i mainly have it to remote into my work computer and then or just use around the house when we're using her laptop right. but i'm finding like i thought i could use it more as like a tablet like the way i'd use uh, like my phone right now yeah. i just pick up this this computer and use it or the way i'd use an ipad but it doesn't really offer the same experience that a tablet does you know what I mean? I, I like, Yeah, I do. Like, like you pick it up, but you're holding it, and it's like a computer. Like, it's a desktop. So it's like, I, I can't get into that mindset of it being a tablet. Yeah. Even though, like, for all intents and purposes, I can use it the same way I would. Like, I just open Chrome, go into whatever. But all my apps, like, they don't have Android apps on there, obviously, because mm -hmm. Windows. So I can't really just transition that easily from my phone to this computer. So I'm a bit disappointed with that. And that's part of why I kind of wanted to have like a dual boot Android Windows thing. Yeah. 
which I think is, I've heard is possible. You can, it takes a bit of hacking, but you can, you can put like an Android partition on it. Huh. And it would actually run Android like a tablet. Yep. Huh. Like they already sell like Android windows. I believe in you. I think you could do it. <laughs> well, they, they already sell Android windows, dual boot systems. Really? Yeah. There aren't many. I, I Why? don't think though. No. You have to like order them off of like Alibaba. So, uh, okay. So do you have Bitcoin? how long, <laughs> how long have you had this laptop for? Uh, three months, three to four months. Okay. Yeah. That's and like, I, I don't, yeah, like it's, it works for what it's used for, but it leaves something to be desired on the tablet experience. And just it working the way you'd expect it to. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it seems like like I follow some of the Windows journalists on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of saying that the mobile Windows 10 division is kind of being neglected a little bit. So yes. That, that doesn't leave that. me hopeful. Like on one hand, it's like, oh, well, that's not me. But it's like, oh, but it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Windows is in a weird spot. I um I really like your like like I mentioned at the beginning of the show or possibly even before we started recording. Um I like the idea of having a powerful desktop at home or at work or whatever and using a laptop basically as a thin client to get into like to log into that fast Wi-Fi or ethernet is ubiquitous enough now I think for at least for us living in kind of a downtown core where a remote connection for most of the stuff you're doing. Obviously, there's kind of high precision work or quick work that you'd want to do where you'd actually want to be sitting at a workstation with a keyboard wired into the computer. But I think for most cases, people like, I think I could convincingly tell someone that my MacBook Air logged into TeamViewer full screen into my desktop on a fast connection, like sitting downstairs, for instance. I could convince them that there's, I'm running Windows 10 on this laptop. Like, they, you wouldn't even really notice because. The Wi-Fi is fast. The connection speed is like, n there's no noticeable lag. It just, it'd be fine. Rob. Yeah. Did you describe yourself as living in a downtown core? What I mean, like, I guess I mean urban core, not necessarily like literally the, I'm, I'm still, Even then. I'm not in a suburb. I'm like just outside downtown. That's like people who live in like Bridgeland or Sunnyside they're like oh I'm downtown it's like no you're not yeah no no I'm not, I'm not so saying much. that I'm I'm not I'm not trying to say that I'm downtown and I apologize that it came off that way because I was just trying to say that I'm in the urban core where I can get high speed like very high speed internet without Rob Rob you live in Vanier you may as well live in Canada I live outside past Vanier good lord <laughs> you're practically in carp well on the other <laughs> side but yes Sure. Um, no, I. what I'm trying to get at is the fact that I can get very high-speed internet. Like, I, the infrastructure is fully here the same as it would be in the core. If not, possibly better, because the core would have congestion issues possibly some of the time more. At least they'd be more likely to have congestion issues. But, um, yeah, internet-wise, I'm in the core. Okay. Not... not address wise there's times where i forget that i'm remotely logged in to my work computer at home yeah. sometimes it's weird and i'm like the start menu doesn't look like mine i'm like all oh, right yeah uh okay so we do eventually have stuff to get to but i briefly wanted to wrap up if people were listening to the episode last week and were as frustrated as i was i apologize because i my computer had been having some overheating issues uh, my desktop computer, the one that I used to record this show, have been having heating issues for a couple of weeks. Um, it all started when I opened it up. Specifically, I took off the heat sink and cleaned it basically very thoroughly. When I tried to put it back on, it was never quite the same. I reapplied thermal paste, which most people don't know what that is, but and that's that's a good thing. Um, the the stuff that spreads heat from the CPU to the heat sink. Uh, I didn't apply it very well. It was the second time I tried to do it. And so the CPU was having trouble staying cool. I finally settled it to where it was stable, but it wasn't cool. 
And yesterday I finally took another shot at it with a little more experience. And so I'm running, I'm running cool now, but lesson to you kids, you will probably screw up your computer if you take it apart. <laughs> Especially like I've been, that, that CPU has been attached to that heatsink without any problems for literally eight years. And I took it off once and all of a sudden my computer was like the CPU was breaking a hundred degrees, which is well over what you're supposed to be. And uh, last week I was recording, I was approximately at 100 degrees for most of the episode because we're like, I'm broadcasting live video and I have audio recording. I have a few programs running and uh, so, but things are okay now. So I tested this last week or yesterday when I was doing this, when I was finishing it up and I had no clipping issues. I had no weird audio artifacts from my CPU running incredibly hot. So here's, my fingers are crossed that everything is working out fine. Mine too. Hmm. Rob, do you does your phone get hot while playing Pokemon? Yes, not hot, but warm for sure. I've had times where I have Pokemon running, and I feel the screen, and it is it literally burns me. <laughs> like I touch it, I'm like, ouch! And then I'll hold it up to my face, and it's like, oh man, that is very hot. Like, is that why you want no, a stylus? Like, <laughs> uncomfortable, uncomfortably hot. Not just like, oh, that's warm, but like hot right and i'm like i wonder if this is good for the phone yeah i think well (laughs) so the problem with the smartphone is that it doesn't have any fans it has heat sinks that try to spread heat through the phone but the only way they can get it can get out is by conduction and wait yeah by conduction, conduction and then yeah. kind of convection. Conduction the then moving. convection. Yeah. Um, but there's no there's no air moving outwards being pushed, and so that's kind of the desired effect of a fast CPU running in a phone is that the phone heats up because it's trying to dissipate that heat. And uh, I have definitely at the end of a long bus trip where I'm playing, it will definitely be warm to the touch, but yeah. If I put it to my face, I would just be like, hmm, this is pleasant. I wouldn't burn myself. I got to say, it sounds like your bus rides are magical. They they kind of are. Um, this, this I assume you don't get on. fast enough to break the speed limit because yeah. you're spinning and catching. And I assume you get most of that egg distance. I get a couple. I, I'd say I get about a third, a quarter to a third of distance traveled. How long's the bus ride? It's about twenty-five minutes. Like in kilometers. Six. So you could just hatch a two K yeah. on the way to work. Yeah. So for a while I was wondering how you managed to like be so ridiculously <laughs> successful without because it sounded like you didn't actually play that much. It's just bus the trips. Magic, the magic bus trips. Okay. I, I think I finally understand your your pokemon go success when when i bike to work not only do i not catch anything but i also get almost no distance because i'm much i'm traveling constantly breaking the limit yeah i just can't get over how you literally hand catch every single pokemon (laughs) like there's times where i'm going on a pokewalk and my go plus will target a centret i'm like i'll just click the button I'm like, right. I don't want to waste my energy catching that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so, especially when I'm not listening or I'm not living at a Pokestop anymore. It's like, I don't have the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the inventory to get into like a battle with this thing, but I'll, I'll yeah. throw one and see what happens. Right. That's yeah. fine. Like for me, when I'm walking, I don't want to miss something while I'm catching something crappy. Right. Right. Cause I'm walking and I'm just, I'm not stopping as I catch every single one. Mm. So if I waste my time catching a centret as I walk past like a larvitar, yeah, it's like that would suck. I so constantly worry about that on the bus. Yeah, but um, so the Go Plus, I feel like we might have had this conversation briefly before, but with the Go Plus, is the little purple ring that I see when I tap a Pokemon what the Go Plus brings up when you encounter it? How what like how do what do you mean it targets a Pokemon? How do you know which one it's targeting? It has a little like arrow target pointer yeah there's a little there's a little pointer the shape of a google maps pointer or also the go plus i guess really because i guess that's the same shape i hadn't thought about that ever but (laughs) i'm looking at a google plus pointer (laughs) or a 
Google Maps pointer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's something it I've never seen before. Above. Yeah. That's so cool. What a good idea. <laughs> will someone let Niantic know that I approve? <laughs> I'll let them know. I know they've been waiting to hear from me. Yeah. So I'm at 148 of 200 dark types for the gold dark type metal. As soon as I get that, Murkrow is going on the list of I will throw one ball and forget about it. <laughs> See, that's the one thing where you guys are really not lucky, I don't want to say, because I could just go buy this thing. But uh, literally the only reason I haven't is because of batteries, because I have no interest in going and buying a bunch of batteries all the time. But in fairness, um, Mike and I have primarily relied on dollar store batteries. Right. And the other... Well, about a a while ago, actually, um, I went to buy, I got some Energizer batteries mm -hmm. because we were downtown. We had people over. I didn't want to go like take an hour to go to the nearest dollar store and then get batteries there. So I got yep. some Energizer ones and they last a lot longer. Like the dollar store batteries were lasting me about a week, but I just changed the battery because I was having some connectivity issues. Right. I'm not 100% convinced that it was the battery's fault, but because I was thinking about the last time I changed a battery with it, and the last time I changed the battery was right before we went to Jasper with my mom. Hmm. And I realized that that was about a month ago right. today. And I went, oh, yeah, okay, maybe it's time for a new battery. So if you get, like, the by comparison outrageously expensive batteries you're not switching it out nearly as often right yeah so nick you're saying that i relied on dollar show ones i actually only bought dollar show ones once to test it out and prior to that i was and after that i was using energizers that i bought through this one supplier that ships from the states so Ooh. like we, we buy batteries for our uh security cameras here like their battery part as well so you should uh. just throw in some uh go plus batteries with it as well and those last a long time like you're saying about three to four weeks i just ordered some replaced like sony ones off of amazon uh amazon dossier so it's cheaper to to buy them through there than through this other place and i just threw in my first one about a week ago not even like five days ago and it's pretty much already dead hmm. so i i would have thought the sony ones would last a decent amount but it doesn't seem to be hmm. so but the energizers have have done me well though as yeah. your experience has also shown me too i'm pretty pretty excited yeah even the dollar store ones lasted better than the sony ones so i don't know maybe i just really like a bad batch yeah i don't know what it is but that's damning yeah <laughs> it is um just for the record, so everyone at home is aware, when Mike and Nick say that they're, I don't know, are you not envious, not jealous of me, but proud of, are you proud of me for catching so many things by hand? I'm impressed. Okay, impressed. No, I'm, I'm, I'm envious and impressed <laughs> with your bus trips. The, the bus trips I don't care about. I'm, I'm impressed that your, your endurance allows you to catch that many by hand. And and gain that much experience just through like yeah. pure, like I'm able to click and get 25 XP worst case right. or 150 XP best case mm -hmm. plus the stardust plus the candies. Like I I'm, I probably would quit a long time ago if I had to grind the way that you've had to grind. I I don't think like that's not my opinion as much because I've a like Kaya hand catches everything and. When Pokemon, the Go Plus was actually able to multitask. What, what level is Kaya right now? Uh, Kyle, what level are you? 33? She's 33. Okay. Rob, you're 34 I'm and 35 a now. Yeah, so that's like a million and a half, two million XP higher than 33. Yeah. Um, so it's still a lot, lot more playing. Yeah. Hand catching. I'm still 119,000 of 125,000. Or... Sorry. 1.19 million out of yeah. 1.25 million. Yeah. That's that's right. I've been sitting here like forever. For the record. Anyway. In the in discussion about Murkrow, I have caught 314 Murkrow 
and i'm questioning every one of them (laughs) (laughs) murkrow does have an evolution yeah i think yeah yeah i have more i have as much murkrow candy as i have tauros candy yeah murkrow is actually a really good prestige against executor Mm -hmm. i found i Mm. believe that i can't actually catch tauros anymore no i haven't seen one i haven't seen one but you're no i mean i'm I'm too far oh, north. I see I'm not mean, yeah. in Tauros range anymore. I'm hoping for maybe Delibird someday. Hopefully. I don't know what... Because like, if you look at the map of all the regional exclusives, there's big chunks of the north part of the northern hemisphere that doesn't have anything. So I assume that'll be something. Yeah. I just don't know what. So I feel like we've spent most of this episode just recapping all the stuff we've gone through in the last couple weeks mike why don't you wrap us up wrap up our woes by apparently talking about some other home tech issues you've been having well this is more related to being the tech person in your house Hmm. and other people trying to be helpful with tech but actually not okay so how is emma helping and yet failing to help (laughs) with technology mike <laughs> no, th- th- this is this is not an Emma story. This I don't believe is... that for one second. <laughs> so, I've taken over as you both have noticed. I've taken over Maria's office upstairs mm. uh, because our basement is currently undergoing some modifications that render the downstairs not usable as a workspace. So I've been up here with my computer, and there's a lot more wires associated with a desktop than with a macbook mm-hmm. um i think that's a fair comment part of yeah part, part of what comes with having wires is unsightly mess yeah and for those for for you either of you who don't know bria doesn't like mess and uh so so she tried to clean up the other day oh it was like, oh, yeah, so I was because I, I told him, like, you know, I can move stuff. I can, you know, unplug stuff. I can take it off. Like, I don't need it plugged in if I'm not using it. Like, right. this computer, I can just tuck everything away, whatever. She's like, oh, no, I already, I already tied it up. I'm like, what does that mean? It's like, oh, I just, you know, unplug some stuff and move stuff around. I'm like, unplug stuff? It's like, oh, yeah, I unplugged the computer, moved around. I was like, you shut it down first, right? It's like, oh, it was already off. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. She's like, oh no, I just unplugged the CPU. I'm like, <laughs> I hope that you're wrong. <laughs> so anyway, oh, good. I was like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You, you check to make sure it's shut down first. Like, oh no, I've just unplugged stuff my whole life. I'm like, yeah, you've probably broken a lot of computers. <laughs> <it too." laughs> I mean, in her defense, it's probably fine. <clears throat> she probably didn't break a lot no, of computers. No, I know, but it's. She may have corrupted some files. <laughs> so anyway so then that's that's only like half the story mm. so then I, I go up and then she uh i started trying to like hook into netflix and it's like oh i can't find the network i'm like that's weird mm-hmm. she's like oh actually that oh that might have happened with the, the cores i moved around i'm like what do you mean <laughs> it's like oh no i, I just boosted stuff and I, I plugged some stuff back in but i i don't know i don't know if i did it right <laughs> so like i go up and we have like an ethernet switch upstairs because from moving downstairs where the actual main switch was, I had to bring like a second switch upstairs to plug some stuff into. Mm-hmm. And uh, I come up and I find just various devices that are supposed to be plugged in, aren't plugged in. The ethernet coming out of the wall is plugged into the switch. Okay. Like that was already plugged into the wall. Yeah. So it was like plugged into itself kind yeah. of. And then it's just like, I mean, like she's trying to like help, mm-hmm. but it's like. But she is helping in some way because keeping clean is like is also important oh no for sure and that's that that's why i appreciate that and like trying to not have me do it but it's like and yeah like you said thankfully like nothing can really like go wrong but i can see how in like a bigger corporate environment where there's more people who have technology and more stuff that could go wrong Mm -hmm. and people trying to help it's like this is why it is required to like move a monitor from one office to another because you can't trust people like they'll be entirely well intentioned and possibly even capable of doing something, but you just can't have that as like an ongoing process. It's like you need spe- specified people to be taking care of things, 
just to make sure that things are done in the right way. Yeah. So I once toured a lab. I think Rob also saw it. It was a uh, like gas phase ion, so just mass spec. But it was a mass spec from like the 60s or something like that. And so this this thing is just massive. Like to the point where they said one day uh, there was construction going on like just outside the lab because it was a basement lab too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they were jackhammering, there was heavy equipment going around and a bunch of the... Like a bunch of the labs that day just had to shut down because if they had any sort of sensitive instrumentation at all with all that rattling, it just, it was going to go so far off. It wasn't going to work. Right. It's kind of like how when the train lines used to go through downtown Ottawa, uh, they'd go right past the NRC and whatever electrochemical experiment you had going at the time was just, you had to redo it because all the rattling had just thrown all your data to shit. Yeah. And so I was looking around, and there were a lot of dust bunnies in this place. And I was like, kind of kind of dusty. He said, oh, yeah, um, we don't actually allow cleaning staff in here anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, like, I guess, because everything's, like, 60s era, maybe 70s if we're being generous. But it, it's, like, really old. And right. so there's so many plugs in so many really specific places that can't possibly be moved or it may never work again (laughs) that like they just there are no cleaners in there anymore it's just not a thing that's too bad yeah it's like the the old story of the server room going down every day at 6 (laughs) p.m right yeah gets unplugged to clean are you you familiar with that i've not heard this story how how it turns out that the cleaners came every day at 6 p.m and unplugged the one server to plug in their vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I hadn't heard that story. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike, as with Nick, your story also brought something to my mind when it comes to having things plugged in. So, when I first got my when I first got my desk all situated, one of the kind of most important purchases for me was buying this giant, uh, like twelve outlet. Uh, surge protector slash power bar slash whatever so it has 12 outlets i think and two usb ports and it was supposed to be more outlets than i would ever need at this desk and so this isn't a ups though right? no it's not a ups just okay. a surge protector okay um it's one of those ones that even has like a phone jack surge protector built in mm-hmm. but i've never used that and i hope <laughs> nobody ever would need to anymore <laughs> um and so in the last few weeks i would say maybe month there have been a couple of times where I have just, I've come upstairs or I've been sitting, sorry, I've been sitting downstairs and I'm trying to access my computer and I, I can't get to files. Like I just, I'm like, why isn't this like it says, it just can't locate some file that I need. And most of the stuff I do is using shortcuts. And so whenever this happens, I'll go and look in my computer and I'm just like, where's my hard drive? And like, I have a mini panic attack because I just got a new hard drive because my old one kept crashing because it was getting six or seven years old now. And so every time I see that the D drive is offline, I'm just like, Oh no, what happened? And so, so this is like when you're on your network is a network drive. Okay. Cause that's where all my stuff is like all like my Google drive folder is on there. So I'm often Mm -hmm. referring to it. And so the, the last two times, including the most recent time, which was on Thursday or Friday, I came upstairs and I was just like, what, like what's happening and trying to figure it out. So Julia's sitting there in front of my desk. Cause there's a mirror right beside, cause this is where she gets ready. And so she's blow drying her hair and she was like, oh yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> I'm just doing my hair. And uh, it turns out that she had just unplugged my hard drive. Like, like we're saying, like corrupted files all over the place. <laughs> There used to be an empty outlet there, like the closest outlet was empty. And now there are still a couple of empty outlets, but they're not the closest ones. And so she, she had just been apparently this again, like, like you said, Mike, this was pretty frequent where she would just unplug it, do her hair, plug it back in. And this, this one time she had forgotten to plug no. it back in. <laughs> and so I'm like, honestly, like don't, don't unplug stuff on here there. It's all stuff like not necessarily all of these t- 10 things or whatever that are plugged in need to be plugged in 24 seven, but they should be plugged in and they shouldn't be not plugged in. 
all of them. And uh, like my speakers don't always need to be plugged in. I'm not always using them for audio or anything, but um, I was like, don't like, don't, if you need an outlet, let me know. I can move stuff around. But like, don't unplug the hard drive. That's, that's not good for it. <laughs> I think it's just like, unless you're in tech, this concept of things needing to stay plugged in mm-hmm. is like a really weird concept. Yeah. Even if like with right? a laptop, you don't necessarily need it plugged in all no. the time, but with a desktop. Or like a TV or like, yeah. like you said, speakers, like, but the average person can't, and you wouldn't expect them to be able to recognize what things need to mm-hmm. stay plugged in. Yeah. Right. Like there isn't really a rhyme or reason. Right. Like just looking at something. Right. So, so I can, uh, yeah, like you said, I can understand why someone would just unplug something. It's like, it's a lamp, right? Unplug the lamp, plug it in, plug it back in, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, so yeah, I, I don't know how you teach that. Yeah. Unless, okay. it, except for saying just, if you need something like in this area for these plugs, let me know yeah. and I'll move stuff yeah. around. <laughs> I think it also depends <clears throat> partially on your use case. Like I know this computer that I'm sitting on right now. Like I have, I've always had it set so that when you close the lid, nothing happens. Yeah. It like shuts off the screen, but that's it. Cause mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll have something running in the background that I want to keep running. Yeah. And I've, I've come home to see it unplugged a few times. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so like my laptop's dead. It only has <laughs> a certain amount of battery. Kai, did you shut that down first? Oh no, but the lid was closed. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah on, on most machines that that is a valid valid assumption mm-hmm. not mine yeah. most you know what's funny though because I'm, I'm trying to think about this from the perspective How of our significant, we are our significant others our, our dialing significant others all just just are trying to help us by trying to clean because we're such slobs no but so <laughs> what i'm just picturing mad at them i'm picturing one step further than we're that we're the worst Nick, uh, we're actually the worst. They probably all, the three of them probably have a podcast where they sit there like talking about, <laughs> talking about how bad we are at cleaning stuff or how lazy we are. And and they'll talk about our well-intentioned yeah. cleaning efforts and being like, they just mess it up every time they try to wipe the counter. I don't understand why they can't recognize what things need to be wiped with water, what things need to be wiped with sanitizer, what type of soap to use. Like, how hard can it be? You know, I don't expect the average average person to understand what type of cleaning product to use, but is it really that hard? <laughs> and I'm actually the one that's better at that. There, there are more like that example using that, and it's the one that comes to mind. Sounds kind of like uh, stereotypical gender roles kind of thing. There are many other examples that I can think of where like I do stuff so wrong. And I just, I'm just like, when, when I'm, when it's explained to me why it's wrong, I'm just like, that sounds so like, that's messed up. Why does it need to be this way? Yeah. It's actually uh, a while ago when my mom was here, um, she's never had a steam cleaner. And so I was, I've been using the steam cleaner to clean the the washroom when I do it. Mm. And so at one point I'm standing there like over the sink, like showing her how you can get everything really nice and shiny with it. And then I stop and I pause and I look at her. Did you ever think that you'd be taking cleaning advice from me? (laughs) Her reaction was the same, except she laughed harder. Yeah. 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 Yeah, No. And and none of this is meant to be like gender role stereotypes or anything. It's just in within our family. And it sounds like it's same kind of the same within your households. Like, that's just what people take care of is like tech and whatever stuff. And unless you're working with it all the time and kind of have familiarity with it, like you're not going to have that same understanding of how it works yeah. and kind of how to kind of work with it. Right. Like, yeah. And again, it's similar to like the stuff that Maria takes care of. Right. So yeah. it's just, it's funny. Like we're, we're all just trying to help each other. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like I leave the TV completely alone, like our cable box if I went in there and started messing with stuff on the DVR, like I would, I would wreck everything because I don't use it. I don't know how it's been set up by Julia. Like she records all kinds of stuff. If I went in there and I was like, oh, this episode of TV is like a year and a half old. I can just delete that. She'd be like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> it, yeah. It's just like, ask me, please. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a different world. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we have used up the vast majority of our time this week 
Mike, do you want to take us out of follow up with the one story? I don't even. Do you even have a CIBC account? How? What are you following up on here? Is this is this relevant to you? This is following up on our mobile payments discussion mm-hmm. and uh, how banks are kind of taking different approaches to how mobile payments are going to be operated under their uh, financial institutions. And CIBC, as I mentioned before, was partnering with Samsung Pay. And I think they possibly have Apple Pay too, maybe. Um, but I know for sure they're they're partnering with Samsung Pay. But I guess Sam or CIBC is deprecating and looks like removing entirely their mobile payment app. Right. So similar to the TD system, where it's all in within their own system that uses the NFC of the phone, but isn't a proprietary payment method per se. It's just they're they're able to set up transactions through their app um, by linking a credit card. I th- and I think at this point it is just credit cards that that are linked with those accounts, right? And uh, they're they're removing that in uh, with, with the idea of having Samsung Pay, Android Pay, and Apple Pay replace that that app. So they're they're gonna try to buy into those systems more than try to maintain their own mobile payment app mm-hmm. and and set up, which is good. I I think that's what ideally all banks are going to do is stop trying to do their own thing and just get on board with what's kind of becoming the you know two or three standards of of mobile payments right so this is this is a good good new step forward for for cbc and hopefully the other banks kind of got get on board as well and like right now i don't think android pay doesn't even work in canada right now no i don't think so from what i can tell there there are some banks that do like like cbc that do have mobile payment systems but they don't use android pay as far as i know yeah and that's that's where this is kind of getting at is the one that cabc had been using they're removing yeah just they're choosing not to support it anymore so yeah i guess they'll wait for android pay to be in canada and just continue using whatever apple pay systems they might have set up already yep so good news it it, it is but i noticed that android pay isn't currently it's not listed here I wonder if they're doing this because they know that Android Pay is coming. Like maybe at Google I.O. if they'll announce an expansion of Android Pay to Canada. Like more banks supporting it. Because it seems... Uh, right. What? I don't know. Like they, they specifically mentioned Apple Pay and Samsung exactly. Pay. Exactly. So it, if, it's, right? if they're in talks with it, but they can't obviously speak about it because it hasn't been announced. I'm wondering because Android Pay is going to be a lot more popular than Samsung Pay. I would have to imagine. If, right. Assuming kind of equal availability of both. But uh I yeah, I don't really know. It it seems like a weird exclusion to not even be mentioning it unless there's some kind of embargo or some kind of like discussions are still ongoing about it. It could be that with their partnership with Samsung Pay, they're not allowed to go with Android Pay. It could be, but that would be weird. It definitely would could be. Would it be weird? I I think it'd be weird for Samsung to say no, you can't you need to use Samsung Pay. You can't use Android Pay. But Samsung Pay is competing with Android Pay. I know. Well, are they? Can yeah, like on Samsung, like Samsung phones, phones they are. right? But so on Samsung phones, they want people to use Samsung Pay, not Android. But what Pay. about LG phones or then any other phone? A different bank. Yeah. No, I know they're not after that market. But they're after like I don't even know what the percentage is of their market share. But the vast majority of Android phones right now are Samsungs. Yeah, I mean, I. It's probably the majority. I don't know if it's a vast majority. There's lots of, like, maybe if we're talking about just Canada, um, because there aren't no world. No, there are a ton of other companies that are, like, definitely taking away majority market share. There's so many different phone companies around the world that are popular in different places than just North America. Like Huawei is gigantic outside of North America. It's relatively small here but growing but it's huge elsewhere like in china it's enormous i would be i would not believe that samsung has a vast majority of market share on the world okay so samsung in 2016 q3 this first google result that came up they had 21 percent market share Mm -hmm. apple at 12.5 huawei 9.3 Oppo, whoever that is, at seven point one. Vivo, again, whoever that is, at five point nine. So they've they've got at least a threefold higher market share than so than the next. They have a plurality of market share, 
the most out of out of any other like compared to any other individual manufacturer that's i'm not saying they don't have that i'm saying that they don't have a majority they have 20 right right and so you can't like i it seems ill-advised like i don't know the numbers for canada that's i'm assuming worldwide because like oppo is not it it's visible in north america but it's not big by any stretch um it'd be weird to go exclusively with one-fifth of phones or one fifth, I guess, of Android phones, maybe a little over a fifth is a quarter Oppo, or so. Oppo isn't OnePlus, is it? No, OnePlus is OnePlus. Oh, okay. Uh, Oppo, I've heard a couple of their phones. I think it's yeah, kind of Eastern countries. The Far East. Yeah. I know Oppo makes suits. I I think that's <laughs> a different Oppo. Polyester novelty suits. <laughs> novelty suits. Yeah, like clown costumes. Did you see a picture of my Christmas suit? No. I feel like I may have. Ooh. Is this where Don Cherry gets his clothing from? No. I've actually watched watched how he does that. He like he gets everything done custom. Yeah, of course he does. How else would you get shirt collars that high? <laughs> so Nick is going to search for a photo of his Christmas suit. Do you, Nick? Before we wrap up, I feel like we should. I, I did want to talk about this um this clickbaity headline you have in the notes because I also read this or heard about this story and I'm I'm very intrigued to talk about it a little bit. What if I told you fellows that we could have bricks on Mars? I would be excited. Yeah, no, uh they're talking about how Martian soil could be used to build a colony. Because the general theory is that any colony on Mars is going to have to be self-contained, and if it's actually a colony, they're probably going to want to have some manner of permanent structure. So like the Saudis in Western Canada, they're thinking they could build really nice structures out of the Martian soil, pausing for reaction. Well, like I said, I read this, so I'm very eager to talk about it, but it's not a surprise to me. Okay, so... um. Uh, where is it? They they actually, I forget how much pressure they put it under, but they basically got a big hydraulic press to press some brick. First they let it dry out, then they pressed it, then they let it dry out again. I don't know mm-hmm. where the moisture is coming from, but it converts it from, I think, ma- the it converts the iron oxide from magnetite to hematite. Okay. Hematite and... Ilmenite form a complete solid solution at temperatures above 950 degrees Celsius, or I imagine very large pressures could induce such local conditions. But it sounds like they can make really, really solid, really, really strong brick out of the Martian soil, which could lead to a really good way of building permanent structure. And like Belleville, where the, the bedrock is gray and the buildings are gray, and the sky is gray. Um, <laughs> you could have a similar situation on Mars, just with warmer colors. Yeah. More reddish hues. Yeah. I'm assuming some sky that isn't red. I think the sky so is pretty red most days. Nice, nice contrast. Yeah. Hurricane-filled sky. <laughs> that one's the one with hurricanes, right? Mars? No. I, I think you're don't. thinking of Jupiter. They yeah. have sandstorms in, on Mars. Maybe. I feel like there's pretty aggressive... <laughs> Hurricane I like how you're Mars. asking us and then you don't believe the answer. Wait, aren't hurricanes <laughs> hurricanes only come off of liquid like moist air, don't they? Hurricanes only come off of temperature differentials and pressure differentials that are based on those. Like hurricanes are a water thing. Mm, maybe. They're yeah, definitely like it's it's variable air temperatures caused by water. I don't think it's necessarily just the right. water part. It looks like NASA's saying that the winds on Mars would top out at about 60 miles per hour, less than half the speed of some hurricane force winds on Earth. Well, and not only that, but like was mentioned in the aftermath of the Martian movie coming out, um, there's a lot less atmosphere. So they, while they would be moving very quickly, they would not have a lot of the same forces applying uh, because there's a lot less air actually moving that fast. So mm. even though in the movie there's right. a giant, like a satellite dish breaks off and ends up spoiler alert impaling it's like the first five minutes impaling uh mark (laughs) watney uh that would not happen in actual mars because there's no 
there's not enough air moving that quickly in order to actually move so, stuff around like that. So the air velocity is high, but the flux is low. Right. Not a lot of air pressure. So in theory, they talk in this article that Nick, uh, that Nick posted about how the they're talking about the stability and the strength of the resulting bricks that you, they make from the Mars uh, regolith. And it it does seem like they're they're talking about trying to hold an atmosphere because obviously that'd be critical to having actual humans living on Mars. You'd need to be able to actually hold air in that is being uh, presumably either brought or again extracted from uh, Martian soil. But you would also need, you wouldn't need your things on Mars to be as strong because we don't have, like mentioned, don't have, they don't have hurricanes there. The strongest winds you'd get are not very strong and there's not a lot of air. There's no volcanic activity as far, sorry, there's no um, seismic activity on Mars, or at least there's way less if there is. I I feel like it's not though. Did we talk about Martian tectonics a couple we talked Shows about ago? past tectonics, I think, but not... Oh, maybe. I, I'm right, pretty sure yeah. it's geologically dead now, so you don't have to worry about earthquakes and that kind of thing. There there were volcanoes for sure, like Olympus Mons is one of the tallest, if not the tallest um, peak from ground level in the solar system. Um, so it was, that was a volcano, but I, it's not active anymore. And uh, so there's not a whole lot that's going to bring a building down once it's up on right. Mars. So while you would want, you would theoretically, your biggest thing, I guess, would be erosion from sandstorms that come up because just over time, anything would get either covered in soil or covered in dirt, gravel, uh, or would get washed away by kind of, it's almost like sand sculpting, Mm. uh, sand blasting, anything, any structure that's there. So that would be your biggest, as far as I see it, that would be your biggest worry in terms of construction. But if you can build materials out of what you have on mars it's going to be way cheaper than trying to bring anything from earth right luckily you have your stronger than steel brick there yes i was confused by that line because like steel reinforced concrete is used to offer tensile strength yeah but like if there's just bricks then that's the compressive strength like there's still nothing that offers tensile strength so i don't i don't know where the steel part comes in yeah it's a weird phrase i agree it Hold just on. doesn't seem relevant to this? this. It's a really short article. I don't know why I can't. It's a second paragraph, the last line. Stronger than steel reinforced concrete. But yeah, only in one direction. Well, it depends on it depends on which vector, I suppose. Yeah. But if it's rich in hematite, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. If there is lots of iron, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it. the implication is that the added iron to the brick gives it some tensile strength maybe well it doesn't necessarily have to be tensile it could be compressive or sheer or compressive wait (laughs) well sheer is a combination of tensile and compressive isn't it not really i just looked this up for reasons um so if you have like compressive is when it matches on like that tensile is when you're pulling and shear is this when you have two right like opposing forces compressive right? vectors but yeah. offset that's what i mean so shear is like a combination of them like when you when you like bend something like this like my hands are going up and down yeah away from each other that's <laughs> oh uh that's a combination of tensile and compressive because the top part is intention no, that's, the bottom part's in compression and then uh, that's a f- third i think that's bending because you yeah. have three force vectors <laughs> i think that's a different thing i need to I don't think so i need to look up my materials and processing regardless i don't like i think the reason the reasoning that i tried to use and i'm not an engineer so i failed probably is that there's not a lot of stuff that can happen to a building on mars there the number of things that could affect construction is smaller than it is on earth and like there's not going to be a like rain washing away anything there's not going to be earthquakes there's not going to be volcanoes there's not it's a much more stable environment right. because it's effectively a dead planet we'd have to terraform it in order to actually even live on it right i think the lack of moisture is the biggest benefit yeah because that's pretty much every every engineer but also a problem if you're trying to terraform it yes <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like water getting in and freezing and then melting yeah. and then causing rust and everything's kind of already fully rusted doesn't exist 
<laughs> yeah. So it, it, the building blocks thing is interesting, but there's still all kinds of problems with actually getting a colony or society or civilization on Mars that still need to be dealt with. Yeah, so that's that's cool. I'm also like it's funny because I have little to no interest in going to Mars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the terraforming really? stuff I find interesting. You have no interest in going to Mars? <laughs> um, No, sorry. That's phrased poorly. <laughs> I have no interest in reading about going to Mars. Oh, okay. I think like technology benefits, all that stuff. It's probably a good idea, but I don't care. Do what you want. Take my tax money. I'm See, happy. I would want but, to be on Mars, but I wouldn't want to go to Mars. I I would go to Mars, but I wouldn't want to because it's I like, don't like moving. I don't like moving between cities in Canada right. because all the stuff I like isn't there anymore. Yeah, I couldn't go to another planet. I would be on another planet going, man. I don't even have a second cup here. There's like, <laughs> there's not even a Tim Hortons on Mars. What am I supposed to do, Nick? You know what I hear? What do you I hear? I hear. Gap in the market and business opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> the second cup from the sun. I could, I could be the, the first. <laughs> I could be the first Astro Coffee entrepreneur. Exactly. Yeah, where else is Elon Musk going to get his brew? Yeah, that's true. You you can integrate some of the Martian soil into the grounds <laughs> to give it a nice reddish hue. <laughs> mm. Gotta get that terroir. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that terroir <laughs> oh man you know that's that's an excellent point though i i hadn't thought of it that way but anyway sorry i i find a lot of the terraforming stuff interesting like the plans to actually get you know oxygen into the atmosphere and things like getting vegetative life started yeah so basically like the martian yeah except you know bigger um right like city scale yeah like it because oh it's the one thing because i think there was one scheme where they you introduce some genetically modified organism Hmm. and just like let it sit there for a few hundred years before the the planet can actually be colonized yeah the the biggest issue with mars is gravity because it's not strong enough to hold an atmosphere so you kind of have to have the entire all the habitable zones are going to be need to be air conditioned constantly, like not air conditioned in the temperature sense, but air conditioned in the trapped, recycled air being filtered through again and again and again. Gonna have to have a bunch of domes. Yeah, that'd be a great spot for a hyperloop. It would be. Got a pre-built-in vacuum. You just have to expose it to the <laughs> air. Beautiful. Well, I'd still build the tube because yeah, build the tube for sure. Maglev would be so much easier. Yeah. Most of the ground is already ferromagnetic. Or We're going to build a train easily. on Mars. Yeah. And a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> Mars pioneer right here. That's us. Yep. So uh, I feel like that's it for the week. You guys have anything else to add before we wrap up? Nope. All good here. Sweet. All right. Well, in that case, thank you for listening once again to this week's episode of Future Chat. You can head to unwindmedia.com slash futurechat for past episodes of the show and so much more. See you next week. Ciao.